so you know uh, you know what I went and did today, right? Did you get COVID test? Oh, you voted. I did. I dropped off my Congrats. ballot, walked my ass down to uh, the uh, the Union High School location. Okay. Off of uh, off of Central, there. A nice. Yeah. You know. Round trip of 1.2 miles or so. Yeah. It was lovely. You walked. I, I yeah. It was it was great for all sorts of reasons because I walked because I I'm <laughs> finally <laughs> fucking able to do so after after you know a couple of months and uh, feels good, doesn't it? <laughs> it it doesn't quite feel good yet. I, I'm still I've still got some soreness in the foot uh, because mm-hmm. it's been out of use for a while. Um, so I have mm-hmm. a slight limp, but it was it was nice to be out and about and. Mm-hmm. Not using crutches, so yeah. so that was good, um, and uh, and yeah, it was it was great. It was painless, uh, other than the other than the slight pain in the foot. Went ahead and and dropped in my in my ballot, um, which I had already filled out. So just walked in, put it in, and got my sticker. Um, how much time did you spend choosing the judges? I spent a lot of time with that, um, which is why I, which is the main reason for me to sign up for early voting is so that I can sit at home and research it. um, Yeah. Before I, yes. And then fill it out at my leisure as it were. Um, It took me at least an hour to figure out the judges. Yeah. I mean, there were the, it's to go through and see like what their their ratings are and and some of the decisions that they've made and so forth um and uh yeah i mean it's it's important shit though i mean yeah well, a friend of mine who's a lawyer um posted like a website so you could see the judges records mm-hmm. like yesterday i'm like this really comes in handy <laughs> now <laughs> Like I, I, I could have used this um a week ago when I voted. <laughs> Is it the but, same one that that um that you can go to that's referenced in the in the pamphlet they send out? Maybe. Hmm. I'm not sure. Um I I just uh I I literally Googled each one. <laughs> And, and tried to figure it out. Uh, and, you know, so. not a single one of them uh, had, uh, you know, ever threatened to uh, to reboot the Good Place. Well, that's that's good. Um, but then again, no judge has ever had to deal with Sean shenanigans. <laughs> All right, you want to get into it? Let's. Uh, and I see. <laughs> Do you see and what I, I did see there? what you did there? <laughs> that was a good transition. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, I'm actually, uh, I'm a little, I'm a little uh, uh, embarrassed by that transition. It, it was sloppy. It was. Uh, no, it, no, I think it was solid. I think it's some of your best transition work. <laughs> well, get up my game then. This is what yeah. the fork. I'm Jared. I'm Jason. Uh, you can find us at what the fork pod on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, email us at whatthefork at gmail dot com. 
<laughs> and uh, you can find Jason at Jason E. Kyle, K-E-I-L, on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find Mr. Duran at LTD underscore engagement on the Twitter. Drop the underscore like it's hot on the Instas. And uh, please rate, review, uh, send Jared money for Who and Wild, please. Um, he does good work. Um, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little thing at the end uh, because, you know, what else is a podcast for? Did you yeah. did you see Quibi gone? Did you ever watch anything <laughs> on Quibi? No, that would mean I downloaded the app. Apparently it was getting, it was an app? you know. Yeah, well, yeah. It's uh, it's an app uh, that shows ten minute shows. Apparently, it got quite respectable. I, um, I knew almost nothing about it other than Anna Kendrick had some show with a blow up doll. Yeah, I I, I heard that. Um, and John Travolta was apparently going to be in a show on it too. That may be what Kevin tanked Hart, it. Of all people, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it had nothing to do with. Um, poor marketing uh, and a kind of bad idea. <laughs> I, I I don't get the idea of. I mean, it, the concept's okay, but I think they didn't even have. Um, they don't even have smart TV things. It's all on your phone. It's meant for you all to just. Wa- it was meant for you to watch on your phone. I think it was either. This week they finally came up with the one for your, like your Roku or your Apple TV. <laughs> so like, way to go. <laughs> yeah, too little, too late. I don't know. Yeah, I, I still don't. Other than YouTube videos, sometimes I still don't really watch things on my phone. Yeah, I I do on occasion, um, but even though I'm on YouTube, I uh, like it's mainly on my desktop. Alan, you watch YouTube mostly now for David Lynch's weather reports, <laughs> uh, um, which um, are Blue Her and I are quite um, soothing in a restless world. Yeah, I, I still haven't I, checked I, those out. I should, but mm-hmm. I just I, I wondered. You know, I was wondering if we should take bets on how long uh, it was before jokes with the tag well that was over faster than quibi uh were. <laughs> um, um in, in the zeitgeist but you know you didn't have to wait long it was how you lose 1.75 million in funding <laughs> give it to jeffrey katzenberg and quibi. <laughs> <Badoom>. uh, <laughs> yeah it's that's i i, I uh, literally that that money could have gone like could have literally erased a good portion of national debt funded a small country. I, 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 (laughs) I, you know, I, I posted the, you know, the, the idea out there in the Twitter verse, you know, do do you know how many great ideas I have that could, that I could uh, fail if it had $1.67 billion or whatever the funding was? Oh Um, yeah. I just think that's the part that, uh, gets me like <laughs> the thing that could have been used with that money exactly i mean they're all all of the uh all of the many me's that that could have gone to <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah 
Um, but uh, 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 um, yeah, I be interested to see where the programming goes. Um, maybe it'll, it'll go Netflix or something or Apple TV or. <laughs> It'll it'll it'll, uh, it'll get picked up by Crackle. Quibby on Crackle. They'll call uh, it. They'll call it Quackle. Yeah. <laughs> um, You're welcome. Not not Crackle. All you want. They're so. Um, they still have the Crick uh, on on oh, the they? service. They could also call it Cribby, but I think that 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 Quackle is better. Yeah. Um, Again, the crick is on on crackle. Let's be nice to crackle. That's still so. that that show, the critic is responsible for the the line, the single line that has probably made me laugh the hardest ever, and that mm-hmm. is during the episode where they have the UN parade. And, oh yeah, I, and I, the I, float I barely remember catches, this, but the float catches fire and. <laughs> Like the principal of the UN school says, it's it's a great flaming horse's patoot. <laughs> I remember that. And uh, um, yeah, I, for, it still makes me laugh, even though I'm 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 uh, recalling it, uh, you know, in a paraphrasing sort of way. Um, it's it still makes me laugh. It's uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't care. I, it's probably insensitive, but if you say anything mildly funny in an unusual accent, it's always more funny. <laughs> I suppose, um, but and it's, I, it's universal. Though, if if we yeah. were to go to another country and say something mildly funny in our American accents, it would be a riot. Unless probably except France. Prince. Well, no, if we were to do a Jerry Lewis routine or something, they'd love it. Oh, yeah. Well, Jerry, uh, Jerry Lewis is funny. Um, well, and as ever... we all know, the French love Jerry Lewis. That's true. Yeah, um, my mom has met Jerry Lewis twice. You, um, you've actually told this story, uh, which may mean that it's I? time for the podcast to be over because we're recycling stories. Uh, but no, because you mentioned uh, <laughs> uh, you mentioned that that uh, it was for the March of Dimes, right? Uh, muscular dystrophy, right? You know, one of those. Wow, I was about to sound like a totally insensitive douche. Yeah, you know, one of those charity things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I am an asshole. That's great. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's pull you out of this. Uh, let's pull you out of your own ass. Talk about a show. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the good segue. Um, <laughs> all right, so we are on season four, episode four, which is mm-hmm. um, Tinker, Taylor, Demon, Spy. The uh, Netflix description of this is, as the group deals with a frustrating lack of progress, a visitor arrives and makes a shocking claim that causes them to question who can be trusted. Which is, uh, which is all very true. What have I done? You made a freaking Frankenstein, man. Okay, 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 you know what, Magic 
Pictionary is over now, so let's all go home and get some sleep. You guys want me to kill it? I've shot a lot of racehorses. <laughs> for me, that was a disaster. How did that go so wrong? Well, for one thing, Brent got super wasted. We should have cut him off. Nobody gets cut off in the good place. If he asks for a beer, I give him a beer. I'm just glad he stopped asking me to go to dinner so we could discuss my career. Man, we Jesus haven't Christ. done a successful activity in like three. Okay, so I have a couple. I have a couple of questions. So, I know this is like a TV show, and I should suspend my disbelief. But, like, would it be possible to get wasted in heaven? In the good place? Uh, yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. If. I, could could you call it the good drunk? Because yeah. that would be feeling all of the nice qualities without yeah. any of the uh, the the downside. Because mm-hmm. um, I, yeah, I I would I would think that the good place would have some sort of filter to where you could get nicely drunk you know have that that nice kind of buzzed warm feeling uh without uh you know without going over that um mm. without you know getting into sloppy drunk and then hangover but i so i don't for one what i guess the other thing is like what kind of beer do you think brent drinks bud light oh yeah See, just Bud Light shit beer. Not, He's a, he drinks shit beer. Well, that's the thing is like, would shit beer even be in the good place? If it's what you ask I, for, right? I mean, right. But would it taste like shit in the good place? Would it taste like watered down wheat water? This, this is a little deep for me today, man. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. I find it interesting. This is, um, this is to me, which, spoiler alert, but if you haven't watched the episode, I don't know why you're listening to this anyway, uh, that, that uh, we, we, we do find out that Janet is not Janet. Um, I don't right. think that, that real Janet would, uh, would behave in quite the same way. Right. I guess uh, knowing... <laughs> Knowing that I've gone to get drunk and occasionally get angry and belligerent <laughs> when I've gotten wasted, <laughs> as Jason puts it, like, I don't think alcohol would be, I don't know, I don't think alcohol would have the same effect as it would in the good place. Um, you get angry and belligerent? A little bit. Uh, there have been times where I've tried to start fights on Twitter um, after having four or five white claws. Wow, really? Yeah. I yeah. I'm shocked. Um not not necessarily at, really at happened the, once at the behavior, but you know, at the fact that it's four or five white claws. Usually two or three I get, you know. There's like three. almost no alcohol in those things, man. What are you talking about? This sucker's got five well on an empty stomach. It it goes on real smooth. That's what happened. I, I no yeah more. I don't know. I I I I have never um, 
never never been to that that uh, that point. Um, so I, I have certainly had too much, but I, I, I become a little friendlier, let's say, um, <laughs> as as uh, as that happens. Not that I've never done anything that uh, that that I regret uh, under the influence of too much alcohol, but it it it, well, uh, it has never been um, never been mean spirited, let's say. Well, I mean, but I wonder if that's the difference in our personality. I'm I'm hostile sober, so. Uh, well, you know, for me, it kind of goes the other way. Well, keep in mind that I'm, I'm belligerent on Twitter. So, um, that sh- like, so of my, um, what maybe two followers, like that really <laughs> means nothing to nobody. So, okay. I don't know. I just, um, but, but to kind of go back to the, the thing about Janet, I, I, you know, that whole, you you have to like take into consideration who like the only person that knows what the good place should function like is a good Janet. And so if you have a bad Janet impersonating a good Janet, mm-hmm. you, you have nobody there who knows what it's supposed to be like because, um, because you know, the team cockroach is all, you know, humans who were never supposed to be in the good place and Michael is a former demon. Well, a, a, a current demon, but like a good demon, not a bad demon. Um, right. And so he has no idea really how the good place is supposed to function. Uh, so when you have a bad Janet, you know, saying nobody gets cut off in the good place, you you have the uh, you have to assume that that that's correct at that point. But I wonder if it were the real Janet, the real good Janet. Uh, if mm-hmm. if she would in fact, uh, if things would be different, do you think uh, Brent throws up in the good place? I don't know. We don't have any precedent for for knowing whether or not that would happen. I, I think that we've seen Eleanor with a hangover before, but not, mm-hmm. um, but nothing. Uh, you know, no no puking or anything like that. Yeah. So. Would you um. One more question regarding Brent. And this is a fun question. What do you think he would have drawn for Magic Pictionary? <laughs> I, you know, I, I think he would have just written the words. I went to Princeton. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I don't know that. I don't. I don't even want to spend time talking about the the awful horse creature that came to life. That that uh, that was. That was that was something. Same for my nightmares. <laughs> We're actually jumping pretty far ahead because I don't have any timestamps until your next timestamp. Wow! So I guess we should Maybe. talk about this. So it it, it appears that uh, based off of of my collection of of moments to pause the show and talk about. That yeah. that neither one of us has a ton of them, which I think kind of speaks to how we feel about this episode overall. That's true. I mean, it's it is pretty much. I mean, as far it's a filler episode. It definitely um, is, and we've talked about this before. The, the fact that there are only thirteen episodes a season means that there aren't many in the way of filler episodes. And I mean, it's it's not a bad episode, really. Um, it no. has its moments. And it's 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 uh, you know light years better than than 
any episode of of upload that we endured. Oh yeah, um, like I feel our <laughs> I feel our episode of Good Place is um like is the uh, um, English patient uh, of. <laughs> <laughs> Is the English patient compared to uh, um, upload? upload. Uh, I, I thought unless you're moment. unless you're Elaine Bennis, then you then you don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> Solid Seinfeld pull. Um, yeah, thank you. <laughs> now, so c- because neither one of us really has any, uh, you know, Glenn arrives in the good place. He's the mysterious shrouded mm-hmm. figure of yeah. that, that, uh, that, uh, what do you call those things that, that are on the train tracks where you, um, you know, have to move the bar up and down? I don't know. I bet you my train obsessed four year old would know. Wake him up. <laughs> Put him on mic. No, <laughs> no, sir. You can. Unless you're waking him up in the morning. <laughs> you no, are no. all on your own. No, no, no. Nobody wants that. Nobody wants me involved in the upbringing of their child. So, um, I don't know. That, that's, 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 I think, probably doing myself a disservice. But you know what I mean. Uh, but, small, small people uh, mystify me. So, but, but, um, I mean, take a look at the episode's title. Like, it's obviously a rip off the John Le Carre novel and movie Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy, right? Um, yes, which, um, have you seen the movie? I, I have to say, I have not. Okay, um, I could not tell you one thing that happens in that movie. Um, I could. <laughs> What, because it would spoil it or because you don't rem- it's not you don't remember it very well it doesn't make sense it's it's that complicated okay like I can tell you that Gary Oldman talks a lot I like Gary Oldman <laughs> um yeah I can tell you that Benedict Cumberbatch looks mildly attractive in it um and I can see that as a secure heterosexual male. Is um, is uh, it, 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 would it be fair to say that your, um, you know, as as John Oliver is to Adam Driver, you are to Benedict Cumberbatch. Um, no, because I, I actually man crush Driver pretty hard. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I am, I am John Oliver to. I am the John Oliver to my Am Driver. I, I'm <laughs> endlessly fascinated with with him as an actor and as a person. <laughs> I, I wish I could remember some of what you know John Oliver says during his uh, his uh, odes to to uh, Adam Driver, but I would not do them justice, so I won't try. I, I will. I as soon as we get off of the, we're done. I'm going to start. Googling John Oliver and Driver, and I will start making memes. <laughs> um, I, I I can't resist. I'm going to do it. Uh... No. but um, but I mean, so like the the plot is pretty like the plot's a labyrinth, and like they somehow crammed it into two hours. I and I and like I understand that like they've. 
the BBC has done like our docu like mini series on uh, for the book, like eight hour mini series on Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy Two, and I, I don't know. Like what I'm saying is the movie's okay, so of course this episode's okay, <laughs> um, and it's just meh. Like I mean, it's. It's definitely buoyed uh, by a, once again, stellar performance by Mr. Ted Danson for reasons I will explain later. Yeah, we're going to get into that. And I think Eleanor does a pretty, you know, well, I I, I, I say Eleanor, but you know what I mean? I mean, Chris and Bill. Um, uh, 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 Janet is pretty fantastic in this one, too. Um, Yeah, I mean, I mean. That's that's the thing. Is like I I enjoyed kind of Tinker Taylor Soldier Spy because of the performances, but I can't tell you anything what it's about. Um, I can tell you what this is about. This episode's about, but I still don't like it. <laughs> uh, save for the performances of Darcy Carden and um, Ted Danson. All right, uh, I couldn't resist, so I, I did pull up. Um... And that is only because Adam Driver can do whatever the fuck he wants. Step on my throat, Adam Driver, you rudely large man. Break my fingers, you brooding mountain. Shatter my knees, you fuckable redwood. Shatter Snap my knees, my you toes, fuckable you redwood. Big unwashed buffalo. Infecting me with dessert is very much on my running list of things Adam Driver can do to me. Oh, I'm sorry. You thought I'd stop the Adam Driver bit because I'm stuck at home now? You were wrong about that. And yes, I know my wife can hear me. (laughs) Sneeze in my McFlurry, you pensive bison. Ravage my lungs, you relentless hillock. Pull my heart out through my ear, you meaty oak tree. Impale my brain, you unacceptable monstrosity. Scratch my sofa, you purring mountain. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so yeah, as as you can, it, it's it's worth it, no? Yeah, <laughs> I I have I have the fever. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, am driver fever cannot be contained <laughs> by these four walls as my house. <laughs> it's come through the TV. <laughs> Every time I watch Marriage Story. <laughs> Which surprisingly, you know, every time I think about watching that, I don't. And it, it's, it's, I, I, it has to just be, you know, what I'm, that I'm not in a, a good, uh, like mental state to watch it because, uh, I, 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 I like Adam Driver, not, not as much as you do, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I do like Scarlett Johansson, and I'm a big fan of Noah Baumbach. So, why have I not watched it? Uh, it's so you haven't watched it yet? I still haven't watched it. Yeah. Okay. I I'll um, let me wrap it up both for you. Laura Dern. I also do really like Laura, Laura Dern. Laura Dern um, straight up gives the um, best performance of her career. And this is from someone who's seen Wild at Heart. <laughs> well, like it's a pretty strong endorsement. And you, yeah. saw, you saw Last Jedi, too. So, I mean, you uh, know. Yeah. 
I I <laughs> love Laura Dern in this movie. Um, and Ray Liotta is actually in this movie, too. And he's really, you know, he's pretty good. He, you know, pretty good. <laughs> uh, I mean, Alan Alda's in it. Uh so I mean, you don't you have get... to keep selling it to me. It's a movie that I want to watch. I just apparently don't want to watch it right now. Uh, yeah, by right I mean, now I mean huh? over the course of since it came out. I mean, I mean, it's parts of it hit close to home, uh, but uh, Laura Dern and Hawkeye um, managed to save the day for me. <laughs> 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 and. I understand you're not ready to walk into that thirst trap, um, but I've seen I'll a number t- of Adam Driver films, and I don't get it. Uh, I think he's a fine actor, but what Adam Driver movies have you seen? I have seen, well, all all the Star Wars films he's in. I have seen okay. uh, also um, other Noah Baumbach films he's been in. I've, I've seen. Uh, what what uh is it Greenberg? Yeah, uh, he's not in Greenberg. He's, he's in While in We're Young. Oh, While We're Young. That's the one that I saw. Uh, and then he was also in uh Francis yeah. Ha. Um, saw him in that. Mm-hmm. He's in Francis Ha. He's in Francis Ha. Yeah, yeah. He has a oh yeah a, a pretty small part in it. Yeah. Um, but um, I um I've. I've seen that's this oh, is where and I Logan leave Lucky. Yeah, Logan Lucky's really good. Um I forgot he was but we've seen Black Klansman. Yes. Um yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think you, he's a really good actor. I just uh, have, uh But have you seen Patterson? Haven't seen Patterson yet either. Okay. Which is odd also because that's a Jim Jarmusch movie. And Yeah, um he's um he's really he's really great in Patterson. Uh it's actually what um, uh, I've seen Jim Jarmusch movies. I like Jim Jarmusch movies, but I really love that movie. It's, really, that's a strong yeah. endorsement. Um, and his, so, I'll be honest, his last few, uh, and keeping in mind that I haven't seen that, his last few uh, I have not loved. No, Patterson. Um, I would say uh, just from what I've read about the dead don't die. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't watched that one yet, but um, Patterson um, is leaps and bounds great. Um, and um, he's in Inside Lewin Davis. Oh, yeah. So so I, like I said, I've seen him in lots of stuff, and I think he's a great actor. I just apparently yeah. am not hot for him in the way that you are. No, I, I'm sorry. Yeah. I, have, you, have you watched Girls, though? No, I have not watched Girls. Okay. Um, I think that's where the trap was laid, as in the <laughs> thirst trap. Because <laughs> he's really good in that show. He's actually the um, he's actually the best part of the show for me. Um, uh, and um, so that where the trap was laid, and then it just got set um, pretty much on Patterson. He just sprung the trap. And I've been thirsty ever since. <laughs> and, and this this concludes our new segment. <laughs> Thirst trap. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess. Uh, mainly, mainly Jason loves Adam Driver. Um, but you know, hey, no judging. 
and uh, let's let's get back into this episode. Jeez. <laughs> oh yeah, but I mean, the whole point of that was was Glenn shows up. He he arrives from the bad yeah. Place. Glenn shows up. He he, he looks. Tries- you know, he, he, he is essentially looking like, uh, he, he looks like death, but then it turns out death can't get the cloak up over his glasses. And that's how we yeah. find out it's Glenn. I thought that was pretty funny, but it wasn't worth really playing that scene for. No. Um, you have to see it to believe it. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's fine. Uh, but, you know, so he does. He, he sows discord in Team Cockroach by, uh, by saying that... Uh, that uh, Michael is not Michael. Michael is, in fact, Vicky in a Michael suit. Mm-hmm. Pictures of the real Michael. They're real. I know because I helped make the suit. We couldn't figure out how to make it contain your demon essence, so you'll have to wear it over the Vicky suit. Ugh, really? You're the worst, Glenn. <laughs> Let's do it. Zip her up. Okay, but if I melt, I am going to be, like, so annoyed. Yeah. Pretty well made. Speaking of so annoyed, our <laughs> friend's back. <laughs> yes. Vicky. Oh, yeah, um, no, Vicky's the worst. Yeah, um, because Alex Inc. got canceled so they could bring her back. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um Yeah, um, I see that they're not doing Zach Braff yet for Marin. I apparently they had a fine conversation from what Marin says, but um, yeah, I listened to the McConaughey one today. That was an interesting conversation because oh, I need to listen to that one. I very mean, badly. yeah. Well, I, 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 we'll, we'll see what you think, but but it. it I won't, It's already gone. It's already become clickbait. Oh, has it been? Yeah, because I guess he talks about his childhood growing up. Oh yeah, he does. I, it's. It's interesting because you can hear it in. It's interesting to listen to in a way that the Seinfeld interview was interesting to listen to, because it's pretty clear that mm-hmm. McConaughey wants to talk about what McConaughey wants to talk about, and Marin keeps trying mm-hmm. to to get under that and get to something, you know, deeper that's not necessarily, you know. He, he's trying to get underneath all of that and, and yeah. he manages to at one point and it's pretty interesting to, to listen to it happen. Uh, what is McConaughey plugging, if anything? His book. He's got a book? He's got a book. And it is not called All Right, All Right, All Right. <laughs> <laughs> I forget what it's called, but and, and I honestly, I have no intention of reading it because while I think... Uh, Apparently, my phrase for the evening is a fine actor. While I think McConaughey is a fine actor, uh, I have no interest in reading his prose. Um, but do you... Okay, so I will once again ask you, what are your thoughts on McConaughey? Are they the same as Driver? Uh, you know, here's the thing. If what you're trying to get at is what is what guys do do i have a, a man crush on no 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 no. i'm not going there because no, no. i'll, I'll, I'll yeah. tell you because okay. there there to me are some people who could serve that same role as matthew mcconaughey that i enjoy more i think mm-hmm. brad pitt is better at it um 
And uh, even if you want to go, basically, if you want to go McConaughey classic, the mm-hmm. all-time great Jeff Bridges. Right. Which, which you um, know, get well soon, Jeff Bridges. Um, definitely. I mean, he's the original dude, really. And um, <laughs> I, uh, you know, that's if, if I want, if I, if I, you know, I'm, I'm going to have some sort of, as you said, because I'd never heard that term before tonight, thirst trap for an, <laughs> an actor, it would be classic Jeff Bridges. Well, yeah, okay, I'll, I'll give you, um, I'll give you, but I guess, I guess what I want to know, just on a personal level, is how you feel about Matthew McConaughey, the actor. Um, as I think he to can Matthew be McConaughey. very good. I, you know, I, I admire him for getting out of the romantic comedy racket because I, re, I know mm-hmm. for sure that that was, I did not take him seriously as an actor for a long time because he was just in a bunch of shit movies. Um, mm. So, but I think he's, I think he's great in mud. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the, uh, the uh, there, there, uh, there are actually, there are quite a few. Was he in, was he also in, he wasn't in the paper boy, was he? Oh God, I hope not. No, I don't think he was in the paper boy. Yeah, he is in the paper boy. Is he? Yep. Cause I, I actually really like that film. Do you not like that film? I, there's. <laughs> Lee Daniels movies can be either really great, like Precious, or go the Ryan Murphy route, or they're just bizarre for absolutely no reason. And from what I've read about The Paperboy, it sounds pretty bizarre for no reason. Have you not watched it? I have not watched it. So, again, I don't know for sure. I'm going by way, you know, I, I really I don't really know. liked it. I thought that everybody in that film turned in a performance that um that i that one i thought was different for each one of them uh mm-hmm. and that i uh that i that i really uh, admired the the like the risks that they took with that that film um i would i would watch it purely for um the cusack cusack being in it well, and yeah, um, it's a very different role for him too. It's not anything mm-hmm. that you would that type of person that you would expect him to to play. Um, yeah, and, and he's very he's very good in it, and as is Zac Efron too. And I don't particularly care for Zac Efron, but he's he's mm-hmm. really outstanding. And it's a different kind of uh, it's a different kind of role for for Nicole Kidman too. Um, you know, I, I think that it's it's something. Um, what's what's that film? I, I think it may have. Um, was it to die for? What is? Yeah, with, with Nicole Kidman playing the teacher. Yeah, that's the one. The Gus Van Sant movie. Yes. Yeah, the um, movie's great. I, I well, and I think that sh- that this is a character that's kind of in a similar vein, but I think that it's more successful there. That 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 she's even better at it in this film. Okay, um, but um, yeah, I I I I, I buy into the McCon- uh the the McConaughey sense. Um, 
Uh, really, I, he, since he, he got out of, of romantic comedies, I, I think he's done a lot of good work. Yeah, I, but I, I still haven't seen True Detective, by the way. So I haven't, and I haven't either. But um, ever since he won the Oscar, though, I would. Um, and Interstellar is real. I, I like Interstellar. I'm an Interstellar stan. <laughs> um, uh, I know they're hating on Nolan, and that movie is quite popular, but I. I like that movie. Well, from um, what I hear, Tenet is actually gonna um, is is going to probably be the new uh, film that people will hate on him for. So yeah, that's why I hear too. But I mean, uh, I've seen The Dark Tower, sadly, um, and it's bad. Did he do that one? <laughs> uh, he's in that one. Yeah, he's the he's the um, uh, he's uh, Walter. No, you're saying Black. you were saying Nolan. No, no, I'm talking about I'm back on McConaughey. Okay. All right. Um, but um yeah, ever since he won Oscar, I'm just kinda like, mm, okay, cool. Like I'm he's all right. Uh, but uh I I really enjoy whatever movie he's in. I he's usually the best part of whatever movie he's in, even if it's a lame romantic comedy. Uh <laughs> Um, but yeah, I, I, I have, I didn't see many, I didn't see many of those. I, I have given yeah. those a miss. I don't know that I actually ever have seen one. I just, I'm not a big romantic comedy guy. It, you know, it's, I've seen, um, I think the only one I've seen of his is, um, fool's gold, which is awful. Um, uh, and I was married at the time, so I had to see it. Well, you're, you're still <laughs> married. It was just a different marriage, right? Yeah, different one. Yeah, uh, different marriage. Yeah, um, I was married to someone who would make me go see movies like that. So, <laughs> um, but um, no, um, but he's in Tropic Thunder too. And but oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. Anyway, but I've um, I don't know where I'm going with this. Neither other do than, I. Um, he's also in a uh, Mellencamp video. For actually like a really good Mellencamp song. That's that Key yeah. West Intermezzo, I Saw You First. Great, great song. Uh, yeah. That's, that's, yeah. Actually, that's actually one of my uh, my, my favorite Mellencamp singles. Um, there you go. Yep. So. Apparently, apparently they're good buds. I don't know. Yeah. But. <laughs> buds. Buds. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. All right, all right. <laughs> you just ask her to pull him up. Okay, fine. I lied. They called me. What? I lied about that. And I'm sorry. You knew about this? Yes, yes, but there's there's a good explanation. Yeah, the explanation is that's Vicky and she's lying to you about everything. Call the judge and we'll settle this once and for all. Or is that exactly what you want us to do? <laughs> that is what I want you to do. Exactly. Eleanor, perhaps we should call the judge. Glenn was telling the truth. No, the judge said if anything else went wrong, she would reset. All right, so the reason why I put that aside, because I remember the first time I watched this episode, and I'm like, what the hell are they talking about? <laughs> and I realized that it actually happens in the season three finale uh, when they show Vicky in the Michael suit. Um so I just wanted to be like, if you forgot what Glenn's talking about here, this happened in the season three finale. 
Right. It was um, it was the the call that Sean places mm-hmm. to Michael, which you know he talks a little bit more about. They're just he mm-hmm. reveals that that that's how he he knew about the Michael suit. Um, yeah. It's it's what causes his panic attack. Right. Um. Because I forgot the first time I saw it, which made me hate this episode even more than I do. And I shouldn't say hate because hate's a really strong word. Uh, like the least <laughs> uh, would probably be more appropriate. Yeah. Uh, it's not, I should say it's not upload, but. Right. Some yakety sacks could really improve this episode. Or. <laughs> Some Jason Mansukis. <laughs> well, we do get, yeah. <laughs> As we're about to get into, I'm actually starting your clip a little bit earlier because I want the full Mansukis. Magnet handcuffs? They make me feel silly when Mindy and I are playing upstairs, downstairs, Derek. Oh, they're sex toys. Oh, they're sex toys. Dude, get out of here. We have enough problems. My good man, allow me to bury the hatchet. Being rebooted again. Okay, so you can play it back, but I want to point out why I wanted to point out here is upon the revelation that all these things behind Derek are sex toys. Yes. There is an egg beater. Yes. Uh, he comes back <laughs> for the egg beater at one point. <laughs> now, did you see anything else that was on that shelf? I'm almost afraid to like bring this up in conversation. Uh, you know, I didn't look I know- too closely. I know where your mind goes, Jared. Well, I mean, their 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 chime diaper is uh, is something, <laughs> um, but you know, something too worth pointing out is is since Derek's reboot, he's he's gotten even classier. Mm-hmm. His uh, his he's wearing an, an all white tuxedo. It's true. He looks like he's about to. Um... Except the Academy Award for uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, yeah, yeah it's inter- I didn't know. It's it's interesting to watch. To you know, to kind of, if 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 you don't notice it, to go back and and watch throughout this season. These are kind of like little Easter eggs for the progression mm-hmm. of Derek as it goes through this final season. Mm-hmm. Um, because even even like the way he's conversing with them is is much more normal than it was the last time we saw him so um you know he's still Derek so <laughs> there there are still those things like you know when he and Mindy play upstairs downstairs Derek um <laughs> but yeah i mean it's uh it's uh, it it's interesting to note. It's 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 a really cool kind of I, I don't know B or C story if you keep an eye on it. Well, we can just let this play into the thing that I wanted to talk about. Ben has it. evolved me past any feelings of jealousy. <laughs> oh, I know that sound. Looks like someone found my sex diaper. I'll leave you guys alone to live that dipe life. Ah, <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. Explain yourself. Okay, so I'm going to point out some things here. Um, I, I know you had something else that you wanted to do, but looking at the sex toys, there's a, um, a bike horn. Um, there's a waffle maker with um, golf tees, it looks like. Um, 
a strainer um, or um, a calendar, whatever you want to call it. Um, a lot of other boas. Um, and some very odd things on the drying rack. Um, <laughs> a lot of cool fabrics and such. Um, I'm sorry, but go ahead continue. Th- you thank you for, for really, you know, honing in on the, on the uh, sex toy. I want, I want to give the listeners, um, a visual, a strong the kind visual of detail. Of what, yeah. The kind of detail that they can't get from other gay place podcasts. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that we give them a lot of things that they can't get with other Good Place podcasts. The wee banter. <laughs> sure. The random and completely tangential digressions. Mm-hmm. The Don Henley trivia. <laughs> if yourself even is yourself. I am Michael. Sean did call me and I saw the Michael suit. He said if the experiment failed, he was going to use it to make you think I was torturing you. Why didn't you tell us? Because he said he would just erase your memories of me telling you, so it wouldn't matter anyway. He knew that I would crumble under the pressure. But a month ago, you told me you only pretended to freak out in order to get me to step up and become a leader. Yes, that also was a lie. But it was an inspirational one. Like, so great running into you, we should get coffee sometime. Or all of Instagram. So to recap, <laughs> you found out the bad place, made a Michael suit, freaked out, didn't tell us why. And then later, you lied to me about why you freaked out? And then you lied again just a few minutes ago when you said that you never got a call from Sean. Yes, but that lie was only to cover my two earlier lies. I mean, that's got to be okay, right? What? Eleanor, don't you see what they're doing? Sean sent Glenn to undermine our trust in each other, so you'll call the judge and re- Okay, so this this was actually my first timestamp, um, but I thought it was interesting. The the like the um, first of all, you know, it it's the the whole like um, inspirational lies, um, you know, like all of Instagram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty good. Well, but but the idea that um that that Michael is, you know, you know that 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 third lie was only to cover up the first two, so clearly that's okay, right? Um <laughs> So, he you know, believes two wrongs make a right. <laughs> right. Um th- this 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 I I was kind of um I thought it would be interesting to examine this a little further, right? So, so I looked this up, and, and this week uh, I consulted the BBC Ethics Guide. Okay. So Michael's lying. You know, what, what good are white lies, and is it really okay? So I found this thing, and I'm probably butchering the pronunciation of this, of this philosopher's name, but Cicela Bach, uh, in her uh, work, Moral Choice in Public and Private Life, from 1978 says um, to, you know, is lying okay? Lies have to face the test of publicity. Uh, which lies, if any, would survive the appeal for justification to, uh, to reasonable persons? Um, and the, so you have to kind of ask the following questions. It's, uh, are, there, are there some truthful alternatives to using a lie to deal with the particular problem? 
What moral justifications are there for telling this lie, and what counter-arguments can be raised against those justifications? Um, and then, what would a public jury of reasonable persons say about this lie? So, Bach, or Boke, I, I, I don't know, like I said, I'm probably butchering the name, but they, um, they argue that there are occasions where a lie would be okay. Um, you know, and, and, and if you read further into it, it's, it kind of falls into the camp of, you know, is it, in this particular instance, you know, would telling the truth be something that would really, uh, be very hurtful to the person that you're, you're telling, um, you know, and, and, uh, is is the uh, so so there's that and then also the justification for the lie is that something that would that is not going to harm anybody and uh and will it benefit you um mm. so so the there's that side of the coin and then so what follow, it was saying like he's following the lines of hey Jared that's a really great haircut fuck you man what what or, are you saying? That that would imply that it's actually a bad haircut. Which, first of all, it's 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 grown out over the last several months um, after having cut my own hair in this are time of accusing, COVID. Are you accusing me of lying, sir? The way you say you, it makes me think that you might be. Are you calling me a liar, Jared? You have excellent taste in music. Well, I, I do, but you're, this is not the exercise. <laughs> the exercise is, you know, are it, it's it's basically uh, you know like something like uh, like a white lie or something like that. What people would classify as a white lie. It's you know, is that in some instances okay? Uh, and and this argument is is that. Um, you know, and 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 the the article goes on to say that that in everyday life you don't have the luxury of of following this test exactly right. So you have to ask most of the questions of yourself. You don't have the time to to find a jury of reasonable persons, as it were. So, um, but but that there are circumstances under which it's okay. Um, and then there's the converse, which is 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 you know going back to Kant again, who we talked about last week. Um, he thought lying was always wrong, uh, and he based this on his general principle that we should treat each human being as an end in itself and never as a mere means. And lying to someone is not treating them as an end in themselves, but merely as a means for the liar to get what they want. And he's not wrong. Um, and you know, and so I'm curious, like, what, uh, you know, where where do you fall in that that spectrum? Or what are, what are your opinions of that? Of whether white lies are okay or... Or like lies of omission or like, you know, uh, something that you know, you know, if somebody asks you a question, you you you, you would, uh, you know, respond in like a half-truth or something so you don't hurt their feelings. Uh, I don't know. I try to be as completely honest with people as I can. I mean, joke about your haircut aside... Uh, not cool, man. Dude, it was a joke. Not cool. I have no opinion yet. Not cool. I don't I'm have a, no opinion. I'm a sensitive individual. I am a sensitive Dude. motherfucker. 
motherfucker, I have no opinion <laughs> on your haircut. <laughs> I would also like to argue that this is, is poor lighting. Uh, I'm not well backlit. Um, Dude, I don't I don't give a rat's ass about your haircut, man. <laughs> okay? I don't. Um, but, I mean... I, I understand that I will never inspire the same thirst in you that Adam Driver does, but... You're you're really you're making it really hard to concentrate on answering your question by dragging. So this you're on. saying that my my appearance makes it hard for you to concentrate. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's it's okay. I, I understand that you know some people have it and some people don't, and thankfully I have so much of it. Um. <laughs> And this has been the segment, Jared derails the podcast. <laughs> really? Because I, I, Jared lays a thirst trap for Jason. <laughs> Jason does not take the bait. <laughs> anyway. Sorry, um, man. It's cool. I don't know. I, as someone who has, like, trust issues to begin with, uh, uh I try to be as honest as people as possible. I, I, I fall in, like, I guess I myself would like to think that everyone is Kantian, but I've told like white lies before, uh, you know, just to save my own ass, <laughs> mm. you know, but you know, I don't think we'd harm anyone. Uh, and well, so, and that's that's box argument. Yeah, like so. I think there's some some happy middle mm. with everything, as with everything, right? <laughs> I don't know. I personally, I, I fall much more into the into the Kant category. I I I really think that. I mean, I, I even what I mean, what's the what's the point? Uh, I I mean. Um, I, I think that, that, uh, if you're just lying to benefit yourself, then that's wrong. Mm -hmm. And that if you're lying to spare somebody's feelings, I, I think that it, it shows that you don't, um, that respect you, them. Yeah, exactly. Uh, or, or think that they're capable of handling the truth. Yeah. I get your point there too. I, I yeah, it really is like a situation to situation thing. Uh, well, you just you start to get into the slippery slope where yeah, if if you you know, at, I guess at some point, I mean, if it goes if it goes too mm -hmm. far one way, and who's to say what is too far? You know, how can that person then trust trust you that that you are being honest with them? Do I think it's think better just always be honest. But do you think that Michael here is justified in what he was doing, given the situation? No. So, you think he should have told them that? I think he should have been a hundred percent honest with them and trusted that the team would have come together and uh, and and, uh, okay. and and pulled through. Okay, I, I now now granted, I mean, it did lead to a, a beautiful, inspirational speech where he really helped uh, Eleanor push through. 
Um, mm-hmm. But I think he, I think he could have found another way to do it other than saying that he had the freak out on purpose. Yeah. So, I, I, and I think he should have. I don't. It's hard. But I mean, to, to be, he, it's also hard to judge Michael on the same scale as you would anyone else because he's a demon. Well, the world hangs in the balance, Jared. It does. So. And and he was he was he was doing his best. He was. We're all doing our best, Jared. Are we? I don't think everyone is doing their best. Um. Well, I mean, I can think of one person who isn't doing their best, but. And they have an entire uh, cabinet full of people who are also not doing their best. That's true. So I'm <laughs> saying, not everyone is doing their best. True. Did we mention all we right. should vote? Yeah, vote. Um, anyhow, all right, getting back into it. That that was my point about that. I, I it's, it's a very... It's, you know, it's a, it's a very interesting discussion to be had and i don't think it's something i i think that we could do an entire you know discussion discussing the ethics of lying uh is something we could devote an entire podcast to and i'm I'm sure that there is a show out there that probably does that and does it much more uh adeptly than than we would so anyway back you should get what we should get noam chomsky to be a guest on the show. You know, he has asked so many times to be on the show. And I keep turning <laughs> the fucker down. I'm like, Chomsky, come on, bud. Choms. I call him Choms. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't. Sometimes, he doesn't sometimes to... I call him Chom Chom. Um, <laughs> well, he doesn't like being anymore because I keep calling him Noah instead of, con- you know, instead of Gnome. Uh, or I sometimes call him like gnome gnomes or, uh, you know, garden gnome. He's just, he's got to lighten up, man. I, I sometimes <laughs> call him the nominator. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, it's like I said, gnome, Mr. Chomsky, Choms, old Chom Chom, uh, leave us alone. You're not coming on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway. Uh, start the experiment. Well, I have no reason not to believe you, other than the three very recent examples we just laid out. Huddle, now! Oh, hey, sorry. I just needed to grab this, you know. It's chime time. So I, I just let that keep playing for chime time. Um, <laughs> but anyway, we move on. It's always nice to have Derek. Uh, he definitely brightened up this episode. On the forehead. That won't work. A demon can take his own skin suit off, but no one else can. It's like a very complicated bra. <laughs> well, so be it. Take off your skin suit. I can't. Sure you can. You're either a demon wearing a Michael suit, or you're a demon wearing a Vicky suit who's wearing a Michael suit over that. Just take off your Michael suit and show us what you're working with. I'm sorry. I won't. That's very suspicious. I know, but I'm not Vicky. I just don't want to show you what's underneath here. I've seen a lot of weird hogs in my life, dude. 
Get over yourself. That's not it. I'm a fire squid. Dope. No. <laughs> not dope. I'm a 6,000 foot tall fire squid. I have tentacles. There's teeth everywhere. I'm on fire and my neck is long. And there's a smell and lots of juice. There's so much juice on it. I think I speak for everyone here when I say, I really have to see this. So you're not gonna take off your demon spanks because you're shy? Oh, that's convenient. Eleanor, if I take off this suit, I will crash through the roof and the entire neighborhood will see me and the experiment will be blown. But it's more than that. You guys will never look at me the same way again. I, I won't just be Michael. I'll be some disgusting mass of burning tentacles. Do you really want to be friends with something like that? Yes, I keep saying. So um, the reason why I pointed this one out, and I'm sure you felt the same way, um, I think other than Ian McKellen, <laughs> the only other actor who could possibly pull off that monologue convincingly <laughs> would be Ted Danson. Yes, uh, it's a brilliant performance. Um, and my note here actually is seriously Ted Danson's performance when he doesn't want his friends to see him as the fire squid. Fucking brilliant. Um, I mean, when he's describing himself and he's like, and my neck is long. I love that one of those. Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine like Ian McKellen or Patrick Stewart like saying the there's juice. So much juice. But Elmer. you know, you're you're giving, you know, examples of British actors who could pull it off. You know, it's Sir Ian McKellen, Sir Patrick Stewart, uh, Malcolm McDowell. Um, uh, you know, these are, these are actors that I could imagine pulling it off. There are not Um, that many American actors that could pull it off. I think it might just be Ted Danson. No, Adam Driver could pull it off. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) You could be like, so much juice, Eleanor. (laughs) (laughs) I do not think that would have been better. (laughs) But just like the, it would have been really intense. It would have been really intense. But, but Ted Danson's performance of it as, you know, there's so much in there. He's very fearful of them seeing him. He's also very sad that you know that he could possibly be in a situation where they would see him as any other way than they currently see him. He's so mm-hmm. frightened of showing his true self because he doesn't want his friends to see him that way. Yeah. Playing him, playing him scared. That's that's the way I go. Yeah. Um, so. But I mean, it's not even just scared. It's nuanced scared. Um, yeah. It's a whole. It's a whole other level. There. There are so. Yeah. There are so many levels to it. Um, and uh, just just like there are to the fire squid. Are you saying that my boy uh, M Driver doesn't have layers? The man's an onion, dude. Just because you want to peel him doesn't mean. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) All right. Or is that exactly what he wants us to think? 
So does blowing up mean he was telling the truth or lying? Neither. That was not supposed to happen. I've never killed anybody before. No, don't worry. Demons can't die. He'll slowly reform himself over a few months, passing through all the stages of demon growth. Larva, slug monster, spooky little girl, teenage boy, giant ball of tongues, uh, social media CEO, and then finally, demon. So look at the bright side. It's worked out perfectly. I mean, not for Glenn, obviously, but for us, line demons gone, we're still here, all good. No, we're not. All good, man. You're either Michael and you lied, or you're Vicky in a Michael suit. Okay, I'm gonna go for a walk. Okay, so Don't go I have I have a few um, I have a few things here. One is they reuse a couple of comedic beats because mm-hmm. Eleanor saying, "No, not cool. We're not cool," is the same beat as. Uh, Michael saying no, not dope. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 that, that to me is is a hallmark of slightly lazy writing, which I think that um, may be our problem with this episode. Uh, it definitely has its moments, and it, I think those moments are definitely carried by the performances um, of of the cast, but. Uh, there, there are definitely some, some, you know, shortcuts taken here, and, and I think that reusing a comedy beat is is one of them. Um, and then, well, the whole, the whole last two minutes, I completely recycle the first five minutes of Men in Black. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, the, um, the whole blowing up Glenn, I thought was it was entertaining. Um, the fact that it's that demons are are blue goo. Um, but I also want to to address here um, the you know to to reiterate exactly the stages of of demon growth. Again, they were larva, slug monster, spooky little girl, teenage boy, giant ball of tongues, social media CEO, and finally demon. What's the difference between social media CEO and teenage boy? <laughs> I I'm actually kind of curious what is the difference between social media CEO and demon <laughs> or tongues for that matter. <laughs> um but yeah, I thought I thought that was good. You know, again, it has its moments. Even even yeah. though I think there's some lazy writing, I I thought that there there are some moments. And mm-hmm. you know, I I mentioned that that repeating the the comedic beat is kind of lazy writing, but having a character, you know, glom on to a certain phrase for an entire episode. Uh, it's one of those things that is funny and then gets less funny. And then if they keep doing it, it gets funny again. And for me in this episode, that was Jason with, um, or is that exactly what he wants us to think? <laughs> well, I think I think uh, what you just described is every Conan O'Brien monologue I've ever heard. <laughs> Conan is definitely a big fan of the "do it until it's funny again." I the joke wasn't funny. I'm gonna do the string dance. <laughs> <laughs> or you know he's he's got the classic like. Um, you know the the tear that that traces down his face, and then he eats the tear. Um, yeah. You know, 
or the no no pity applause. Um, yeah, I don't know. Conan is, is oh, a master. You didn't like my joke. String dance. Oh, I'm... I don't care. You know, you may be being facetious here, <laughs> sir, but Conan is a national treasure. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, the, 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 the sort of thing that, uh, that, that Nicholas Cage would be searching for, um, <laughs> I'll see myself you, out. Uh, you, you leave Nick Cage out of this. <laughs> All right. We're, we're almost done here. Um, you know, we're, we're going to skip over it, but I, I, I think it's worth remarking um, on Eleanor's uh, nacho obsession. Yeah, I, um, I, I did it quite. I, I didn't know what, how, how to quite describe that. Other than, do you think no, nachos no, are like the the most perfect food? I mean, it does have everything. You can have it for a snack or as a meal. Um, like I, you'd be hard pressed to find something. You, you would really be hard pressed to find something that doesn't come from a quick trip that fits that description. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. I part of it, I think, is because uh, I'm a relative wuss when it comes to spice. Um, that that there's so much involved with with like these loaded nachos, including like the the jalapeno peppers and whatnot, that uh, I'm not interested in. So well, when it comes to I, nachos, I, I'm pretty basic. Well, I don't know if you're aware of this, Jerry, but you can get nachos without jalapenos. Well, I'm saying when it comes to nachos, I'm pretty basic. The the, the other thing that I don't appreciate about nachos loaded nachos is that if it sits there too long the chips become soggy and there's nothing i hate more than a soggy chip but it's kind of, but jared i know it, and also that's not yeah, true there, there are the many things that i hate more than a soggy chip that was said for you know impact but oh, but i mean that's why it's important to get them fresh but also there are the crunchy parts that don't, you know, completely. Yeah, they're around the edge. If, if if you put too much stuff in the middle, they are inevitably going to become soggy if they're not soggy when they hit the table. Well, that's where teamwork comes in. I think that the better, <laughs> the better. Like, okay, so this goes into it. It goes into a discussion of what's the best thing to order for the table. Right. And I don't hmm. think nachos are it. I. I where are the, what, I'm I'm more of a of an artichoke dip, uh, you know, kind of kind of guy. I you know I think you know you get some some good like some good corn chips or or, or good pita chips with that. Um, very solid. I'm a big fan of the of ordering the giant you know the, the giant pretzels um, and having mm-hmm. like the the pub cheese to dip those into or the yeah. or the the spicy mustard. I do like spicy mustard. So um, you and I have shared many a tater t- appetizer at bonus round. Uh, so oh, yeah, I mean, those were the days. Those yeah, were the days. Um, but um, tater tots are simple. I, you know, it, it just it's it's tots and ketchup. It's it's fantastic. Um, yeah. I, damn. Now I really really want a bonus round grilled cheese and tots. Oh man, I really want nachos right now. Um, you want 
pause and maybe we'll go like <laughs> nowhere because we're living in in the worst uh like what like the darkest timeline um <laughs> let's, just, <laughs> let's just get take our and six sit, sit six feet apart outside the island diner <laughs> back there we go back like with back like we used to in the good old days back seven then. months ago <laughs> Who would have ever uh, thought wrote, of those as the Halcyon days? That's um, uh, <laughs> life is sad and short, yeah. and then you die. Um, <laughs> all right, back into the show. Get all of me into the container, or I might come back uh, way shorter. No, I have to start this slightly out. earlier. Sorry, folks. I wish I was. Get all of me into the. And I'm really me. Will be in your actual hair, but you get it. Michael, wait. Tahani, this is the only way. There's literally nothing I can say that will make you realize that I'm really me. Oh boy, this is gonna suck. Hopefully, I will see you all in a few months. Good luck. Oh, and make sure that you uh, get all of me into the container, or I might come back uh, way shorter. And that would bum me out. I wish I were saying this in different circumstances, but take it sleazy. Michael, wait! Oh, crud nuts. Okay, so I, I, I wanted... Jason. Yeah, well, 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 we'll get to that, though, but I wanted to talk about a, a couple of things um, about Michael. Um, the... the the fact that he would be really bummed if he came back shorter <laughs> and then he finally gets to to say take it sleazy yeah uh you know it'd be organic it's, though it's it's a big moment for him he he got to see yeah. it um uh it's 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 not as organic as it could be but he had to yeah. get that in before he became blue goo it's um, true. But he doesn't have to be because Jason Jason knows that Janet is not the good Janet, but is in fact the bad Janet. And I'm just going to let this play because I love the way that he explains how he knew. Jason, well, you know what really takes me off about this? Michael's what? That I've watched this episode like two or three times now. And... All three times it slipped past me that he not, that she doesn't say, not nah, girl. <laughs> That's why I was going to let it play out. <laughs> oh, God. You ruined it. Said There's nothing he could say that would make you realize he's really him. But Janet does have a thing she can say that does make me realize she is really not her. What? I call Janet girl, but she didn't say not a girl. The real Janet always says, not a girl. Oh, wow. That realization is the only thing to stop me from becoming a pile of goo. (laughs) Wait, how did you pull it off? You were out... Okay, so I I actually, I don't have this down, but I do want to hear Bad Janet's explanation because I I, I find it to be very funny. Um, But I think that's adorable that that Mm. Jason is paying attention to, to, you know, like the, the love of his life and he knows that it's not her because she doesn't say not a girl. And I would like to point out that 
Jason and real Jason, me, wasn't paying attention. And I, I, I caught it. Um, I've let, I've let everyone down. The thing is that yeah, I I I I I have seen this episode before, but I didn't recall that that's how Jason show Jason figured it out. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching this last night and he called her girl and she didn't correct him, I'm like, that's weird. She always says not a girl, <laughs> which again, you know, points in my favor, ladies. I'm very observant. <laughs> yeah. And so just <laughs> and always listening. Um, mm-hmm. you even can... when it appears that I'm not. That's, well, that's not true. You're... There are actually many times where I'm completely in my own head and I don't hear anything anybody is saying. But you know what? Yeah. That's an instance when I'm honest about this. Uh, it, mm-hmm. it really has pissed people off in the past, but I make a point of, because I have a terrible habit of I will be looking at somebody and I will be seeing them talk and I will nod and go, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, as though I'm paying mm-hmm. attention, but I am not paying attention. And so I will actually stop them and say, I am so sorry. I have not been listening to anything that you've been saying. <laughs> uh, hey, and I think um, that it's important because you mm-hmm. know why I do this? This is apparently where I go off on something. Um, the, the reason why I decided to start doing that and, the, and owning up to the fact that I, I, when I to identify and own up to not paying attention to somebody when they're talking is that it will, it has come back over the years to bite me in the ass when I have um, not stopped them and told them that I wasn't paying attention because there's the classic, we already talked about this. Yeah. I didn't hear like, it. You, like you did, like you did to me earlier today. And what were you saying earlier? Cause I, I really wasn't paying attention. Uh, but I was. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, you're just being honest with people because you live your life like Kant would. I, I I really don't. But you know, the more that we get into this, and the more that I look into Kant, eh, he's got some solid points. Yeah. Um. Uh. uh oh, there was another joke at your expense. I was going to make, but I completely forgot. So because I talk to too much. Haha. That's how. That's how I get you. I just keep talking. <laughs> Anyway, let's hear what Bad Janet has to say. Side on the platform with me the whole time. We brought two Bad Janets on the train, you dumb, dumb idiot. The other one distracted you on the platform while good Janet brought Chris onto the train. I snuck out, marbleized Janet, and then I took over, baby. Stupid Michael never knew. I had you fart knockers fooled for weeks until Glenn the traitor ruined everything. That guy sucks, right? Shut up, Glenn. Wait, wait, wait. Bad Janets can't impersonate good Janets. I've seen them try. Their heads melt, so... Oh, oh, you're so smart, sir. Well, listen, here's the thing. Sean rebooted me like 40 million times. Wait. <laughs> Time him is. Times is. These things rule. Oh, Deb, this means Janet didn't dumb me. Her weird sister did. Everything makes so much more sense. All of Janet's ideas were so counterproductive. She brought the horse monster to life. She forced me... Yes, yes, yes. Okay, so that's the repeat. That's we we all mm-hmm. get it. It's all bad Janet's doing. But mm-hmm. again, another stellar performance by Darcy Carden and a great, yeah. you know, difference between bad Janet and good Janet. Um 
Good Janet did not like the way that the magnets made her feel. Bad Janet loves the way the magnets make her feel. Mm-hmm. Anyhow, that's the episode. That's all I any, have. Any uh, sort of stray thoughts or, or you know, other things that we didn't cover that you wanted to go over? Well, I just want to say it was really nice seeing you. Let's go get coffee sometime. <laughs> You bastard. <laughs> Anyhow. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's a mediocre episode of The Good Place, but they have high standards, and so a mediocre episode of The Good Place is still not bad. I'd be, again, a mediocre episode of The Good Place beats a really good episode upload anytime. It's the performances, man. With this cast, yep. it's really hard to do wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hey, um, also, it's not Paul Reiser's birthday today. It, you're, you're correct, sir. Or this week. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My daily reminder that it's not Paul Reiser's birthday. <laughs> oh, right. That's all I have, sir. Anyway... So just to kind of, um, to, uh, you know, if, if you didn't listen to any of the stuff at the top, you know, if, if you don't follow us already on social media, uh, please do. It's at what the fork pod, and you can always email us at what the fork pod at gmail.com. Um, and if you would like to find a, and ladies, as Jared mentioned about 10 minutes ago, if oh, you are looking for someone who is brutally honest, LTD underscore engagement on the Twitter. Someone who always drop, admits when he's not paying any attention to you whatsoever. Drop the underscore like it's hot on the Instas. Let him know you're. Let know you love him, ladies. I, I gotta right. tell you, please do not slide into my DMs. That is my least favorite um, phrase to come out of 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 these modern times. Is somebody sliding into your DMs? It just sounds so vulgar to me. Yeah, I would. Um, if you want Netflix and chill, if someone hasn't seen Marriage Story yet. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that more like Netflix and Cry? I mean. <laughs> It's a lot of things, man. Anyway, you'll, you'll find you'll find out when you see it. Okay, um, but no, I was I was gonna say so so just to uh, oh, and also if if you um, if you fancy f- supporting Hoot and Waddle, if you like what we do, not just as the podcast, but are interested in supporting uh, an independent publisher um, and and you know small business kind of thing. Um, you know, I, I have a figure basically that, that as a company, Hootenwaddle needs to hit in order to operate, um, in a publishing capacity next year, which is $6,000. Um, it's not, it's not a lot of money, but, uh, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot of money to our small company. So, um, I mean, there are a lot of ways to do that. You can, uh, you know, purchase some What the Fork merch, uh, by going to to Redbubble, uh, the link is in the show notes. Um, you can purchase books from the Hoot and Waddle shop if you go to hootandwaddle.com and click the shop button. Um, you can become a a uh, sustaining supporter, as as some folks have been kind enough to do, uh, on Patreon. 
if you look for Hoot and Waddle on Patreon or go to patreon.com slash Hoot and Waddle, um, you can contribute at, as, as little as a dollar a month and then uh, ex- exclusive Patreon member uh, perks start at $5 a month. Um, so, you know, if, if we get a lot of people to help out a little, uh, we'll, we'll get to where we need to be. And, uh, you know, I am also fully understanding that, uh, that we are in the world that we're living in and, uh, you know, things are tight for everybody. So if, uh, if, if we don't get to it, we don't get to it, but that's, uh, I got to throw the ask out there cause this is the platform that I have for it. Hey, Jared. Yeah. If everyone, if these folks are listening in their car, would these links be available in the show notes? See, you are somebody, sir, who is not paying attention because I said the link is in the show notes. <laughs> what During were you my saying? Entire spiel. What were you saying? Because I wasn't paying attention. You're, you're. This is, this, you know, this is not going to work out between us. Um, I, I, I think we might need to see other podcasters. Um, <laughs> I'm just not, I'm not feeling heard, Jason. It's, it's like, we, we just don't communicate like we used to. Yeah. 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 You've been fine. (laughs) See you next week. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Anyway, mask the fork (laughs) up. You can do it with a, what the fork mask, um, that says mask the fork up and, uh, you know, get out there and vote. Uh, again, all over the place, uh, early voting places are open, and it's it really matters. It's the most important thing that we talk about on this show, actually, uh, currently. Yeah. So please do yeah. it. I would say, if you want, if you want something to, I mean, it's a good way to listen to podcasts. Is drive to your favorite polling place. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, and at this point, you know. It's there are so many places open. Uh, again, I mentioned at the top of the show, I could I could walk to my nearest polling place, and uh, you know I've I've just dropped off my already filled out ballot. There's no not even any reason to bog down the mail with these. Um, there are so many places you can drop them off, and you should definitely do so. All um, right. And with that, after you vote, I think you really should take it sleazy, chili babies. <laughs> yes, let's go get some nachos, Jared. <laughs> This has been a Hoon Waddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hoot and Waddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash Hoot and Waddle.